0: What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? What do Christians look like? What should they be like? If you were to give a report of what folk in the church were like to someone else who didn't know us, what would you say? We have before us Colossians the letter of Paul. The letter of Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. By the will of God. Writing to <coughs> the saints in Colossae. The apostle describes himself as such. An apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. He'd been commissioned to. To write. He had been commissioned to write, as it were, from the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. To write to a local church. You'd find Colossi in what is now modern day Turkey. Wasn't a great city. I don't know how many people were in the church, but it was a local fellowship. In a rather insignificant place. Paul was an apostle by the will of God. He wasn't self-appointed. He had a God-given responsibility. He was here writing. To Colossi, The very words of Christ himself. So, what do Christian disciples look like? We see there in verse 5, a Christian disciple of Jesus Christ is one who has heard the word of truth of the gospel. This has been brought to us, this glorious good news has been brought to us. By men appointed by Christ. His apostles. And those who work closely with them. What we call the New Testament is the collection of the apostles doctrine. It's on this foundation that the church is built. There's a very personal aspect to this. Each of the disciples in the church at Colossae had heard the truth of the gospel. We gather together for worship, to sing, for prayer. But being a disciple of Jesus Christ is at its most basic, a very personal, a very individual matter. For each of us stands before God. It's not about who your parents are not about which nation you come from. It's not about any ritual that you might have had done to you as an infant. It is about hearing the word of the truth of the gospel. Romans 10 verse 17 we read, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I would venture to suggest that just about all of us here have often, regularly, many times heard the words of truth of the gospel. However, there's a difference between having the sounds come in through your ears and actually taking them in understanding them, believing them, acting upon them. Paul is writing to these people at Colossae. We read there verse 2. He calls them saints and faithful brethren in Christ. Saints. Saints means those who have been set apart, those who have been consecrated. Faithful brethren, we could say that means they were brethren who were full of faith. They had believed. They had been set apart by God for his service. In hearing the word of the gospel, the Lord had, as with Lydia, Philippi, Acts chapter 16 verse 14. The Lord had opened her heart. We read there of Lydia, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. Disciples of Jesus Christ are those who have heard. They've heard because the Lord has opened their hearts. There's such a danger, isn't there, of of hearing, of knowing the facts of the gospel. But not having it mixed with faith. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit. Did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith. In those who heard it, is that you? Is that you? You've heard the gospel many times, but but has it profited you? Has it been mixed with faith in your hearts? So many times you've heard the good news of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done, but yet you do not believe. That, I have to say to you, is a dangerous condition to be in. Dangerous condition to be in. Each of us only has this moment of time. You do not know that you will have your next breath, no matter what age you are. It is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. That's a very serious, a very solemn thought. The gospel, the good news is a message of great joy and hope. It is all about the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ who verse 15 is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature. If you want to find out what God is like look to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is. He is the monogamous Of God. He is of eternal generation, as it were, from the Father. The Heir of all things. Though he is the eternal Son, yet he humbled himself. He laid aside his glory. And he came to live on this earth amongst people like us he took on himself flesh and he lived as a servant and why? verse 14 why? and so that we could have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins There are many, many animal sacrifices in the Old Testament. Every day, the priests had to offer up those sacrifices and to sprinkle the blood. They showed forth the horror of sin. They provided a covering. But they couldn't take it all away. They couldn't pay the price once and for all. But on that cross. The Lord Jesus Christ could cry out. Tetelestai. Finished. It's all done. His blood was shed. To redeem his people. From their sense, We are to heed the call of Christ. At the beginning of his ministry. Mark chapter 1 verse 15. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The disciples of Jesus Christ at Colossae. Had heard the truth of the gospel. They were saints, they had been consecrated, they had been set apart for the glory of God. They were filled with faith in Christ. It was His merit, the redemption He had paid by His blood, which had made them. Verse 12, which had made them meet or suitable to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Made them suitable. Clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Made suitable for the presence of Christ in the glory of heaven. Secondly, disciples of Jesus Christ have, have love have love to all the saints verse four since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints and the love which ye have to all the saints hearing the word of the truth of the gospel, having it mixed with faith in your hearts, will produce fruit. Christians, verse 2, are described as being brethren in Christ. In Christ. Jesus himself gave us a very clear picture. Of what this is all about. John chapter 15 verse 5. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me. And I in him. The same bringeth forth. The same bringeth forth. Much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing those who are disciples of Christ those who are in Christ will produce fruit fruit can be seen fruit will be seen in daily life and here we see that this fruit is manifested in the love uh, that Christ's disciples have for each other to all the saints be very clear about this of course that the fruit the good things that are seen in the disciple are not the grounds of our acceptance with God rather The fruit is the consequence of being in Christ. It is the consequence of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. A local church is a gathering of disciples, of of saints. Those who have been set apart and gathered together. A gathering of individuals. Who have been declared forgiven and holy because of the merit of Christ. And being in Christ, they will produce fruit. They will produce the fruit of mutual love. The fruit will be seen. But, 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 we are still growing in Christ. Notice how the apostle prayed for them in verse 10 that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Saints set apart but with room and a need To grow and to be yet more fruitful. To abound more and more in Christ. Every day we need to walk closer to Christ. We need to grow in the knowledge of Christ. How do we do this? It is surely through the reading and studying of God's word. This is where he has revealed his will to us. The more we hear of the word of God, the more that it is mixed with faith in our hearts, the more fruitful we will be. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Paul had heard of that love which he have To all the saints. Didn't Jesus give us that new commandment? John chapter 13 verse 34. A new commandment I give unto you. That ye love one another. And he went on to say. Verse 35 there. By this, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. The disciples of Jesus Christ are to be known by those outside the church, are to be known by those outside the church for their mutual love one to another. There's a passage in Philippians chapter 2 where the Apostle sets forth a very high standard of this love. Philippians 2 verse 2 Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind. Let nothing let nothing be done through strife Of vain glory. But in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem. Other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things. But every man also. Of the things of others. That is the high standard. Because it is. Having the mind of Christ. Love looks at the other person first. Love esteems the other better than self. We cannot do this at our own strength. Cannot. It is only by the grace and mercy of God. It is only by the transforming power of the Holy Spirit as we hear the word of God that we will do this. That we will, Romans 12 verse to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, disciples of Jesus Christ are those who have heard the word of truth of the gospel they have love to all the saints Certainly, thirdly they have hope laid up in heaven they have hope laid up in heaven verse 5 well Verse 4 again. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. The gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ truly is good news. We have redemption through the blood of Christ. So there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. We have love in the Spirit. We have love such that we may even love our enemies and leave vengeance to the Lord. But beyond this, we have a certain hope in heaven. A hope A certain hope. Laid up for you. In having this term laid up. Means kept safely. Kept securely. In Luke 19 you can read about. The one who was given a single talent. He didn't want to risk it. So what did he do? He wrapped it up. He laid it up. In a napkin. To keep it safe. Our hope in heaven is is a laid up hope. Is a, a secure, a kept up hope. A kept safe hope. Jesus said, John 14 verse 2. In my father's house. Are many mansions. That word mansions means dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. This promise is laid up. This promise is secure because of who made it. The one who came down from heaven. The one who died on the cross. The one who rose in triumph from the tomb. And descended back to heaven. Here's the one who was promised to receive his own unto himself if you have faith in Christ then you have an inheritance with Christ in heaven and this is of course not a works it's not something that you can achieve in yourself we are all born sinners in Adam You don't have to teach a child how to do things that are wrong. How to put the blame onto a brother or a sister or someone else in the class. How to keep quiet when they should speak up. How to speak up when they should be quiet. Trouble, problems all come from our own hearts because we are sinners Jeremiah 17 verse 9 the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it heaven in heaven there will be no more sin no more rebellion no more sickness Jesus has gone to prepare a place for all whose trust and faith is in Him. But if you are happy in your rebellion against God, let me tell you, there are places of sin, there are pleasures of rebellion against God, but they endure only for a season in time you will find proverbs 13 verse 15 the way of transgressors is is hard the way of transgressors is hard you might not get your wages in this life that's true you might not although a lot of people get more wages from the sin than you might realize even during their lives but it is very very important to remember the wages of sin is death it is important important to remember that is, upon it, on a man wants to die. After that, the judgment. Jesus said to some, Depart from me, for I never knew you. Those are some of the saddest words in Scripture. It is only by the grace of God. It is only through the finished work of Christ Jesus. It is only through His blood shed on that cross that we can have this hope of heaven, this certain hope of heaven let us notice here too that the Apostle Paul says verse 3 we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you since we heard of your faith and your love and the hope which is laid up for you in heaven he and his colleagues they were they were thankful to God and they prayed for their fellow believers, the saints in Colossae. Do we do you pray for your fellow believers? Do you pray with with thanksgiving, do you pray for the Lord's blessing on your fellow believers that they might grow in the knowledge of God and of His will and that they might walk worthy in Christ? My dear friends, This is a picture of what disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ are like. Let us honestly apply this to ourselves. And if in any way you feel you come short of this, which I'm sure in some measure we all do, let us turn in repentance and faith. And ask for grace and mercy to help in time of need. Amen.